0: Welcome into the Kings Outsiders, the home of the 9 Sacramento Kings.
1: (laughs) Yeah, welcome back, man. Sad, sad day for Kings fans.
0: Well, every day is pretty much, but yeah. It's been sad times lately. Uh, Been getting some bad basketball, bad uh, showings, bad effort. But the Kings fans... Our diehard that we know of. And that's why we're here. To give you guys some company. Talk about these games, what we've seen.
1: Yeah, I can't believe how bad the how bad the streak's been since they had that nice little winning streak after the trades and stuff. Like... <laughs> it's the craziest thing about it is... What this is the third time it's happened this year, like after they go on a win streak, they just start crashing and burning like crazy. And that's just, that's just, it's not really that's not normal, so I don't know what to think of it, honestly.
0: Yeah, this has been their second nine game losing streak of the year, and um, that I believe it hasn't been done since the 80s was uh. It was two streaks like that in the same year?
1: Oh, really? I thought I heard something like that had never happened before. But
0: yeah, yeah I think it was eighty-nine. Was the last time that happened? Who did that? I wonder. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll look it up, but, um, probably the Clippers. Yeah, probably.
1: But yeah, they, I mean. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Fox has still been doing good, going crazy, but it seems like a lot of coaching issues.
0: Yeah, um, even the pickup that they've had haven't been playing that good besides probably Mal
1: No, Nah, dude, but, he's been playing like trash the last couple of games too.
0: Yeah, defensively though, he's been doing pretty decent.
1: Um, I mean, when you're a starter and you score zero points or, like, one bucket, like, how good are you really doing on defense to make up for that? Like, I don't think he's... At first, the first couple games, I thought he was a pretty good pickup. But, like, I did have questions just about, like, the long-term fit, kind of. But since he came out of the gate hot, I was like, you know, it's fine because he's, like, a, a long, like, lanky defender that... He's, you know, he's not crazy old. He's pretty athletic and somewhat fits, somewhat fits them. But, uh, yeah, like now that he's not playing good, I'm just like, damn, that was kind of like a waste. I mean, I guess that they didn't give up draft picks for him, but like those other second rounders,
0: they gave up. i really wondering and
1: questioning now.
0: Yeah, but it was him and uh, another player, right?
1: Him and Silva, who has not – I don't think he's even played one
0: minute. Yeah, so they got rid of uh, Jabari Parker. They signed Um, Damian Jones has actually been a pretty bright spot. Um, They signed him to a 10-day, and he's been – he played pretty good when they played the Pelicans, I believe. They were – he was like a plus uh, 13. Or something like that. You love and plus it, minus. Yeah, but his they were down by like thirty something points, and the Kings ended up making it like a four or five point game. Mhm. And uh, Pelicans got kind of nervous. but They ended up pulling it off. Brandon Ingram just going off for thirty four points. Uh, oh, Deere, Deere and Fox scored forty three again in that game. There's something about the Pelicans where De'Aaron Fox just loves to go off on them. <laughs> but they didn't have uh, a Lonzo Ball or Nikhil Alexander Walker in that game, and uh, Kings were missing Buddy Hield in that game.
1: Yeah, which was like the first game that he's missed apparently, like since he's been with the Kings, right?
0: Or even before that, I think some sometime in 2018. I'm not sure exactly when but it's been a couple of years at least that he hasn't missed a game.
1: He was trying to work on that Iron Man, that Iron Man, uh streak.
0: Yeah, he missed it with um, some type of illness, but not COVID-related. So he That's didn't a... have to go into any protocol.
1: He should have logged at least a minute. Like, put me in for one minute, coach. It's <laughs> checking you know what, I just realized something else that didn't, like, ever since the Daquan, I don't remember if this was prior to our last episode, but, like, they they released uh, Daquan. Yeah, we talked ha- about that. I haven't, under- I haven't, I've not been able to understand that since they did that, but now I just thought about it since we were talking about Chris Silva, like, what the fuck, that was another, like, they said they cut him so they could sign another big, which is what they did with Damian Jones, but like, why if they already had another big on the roster and they haven't even given him a shot
0: yet? They must not like what they see. Huh? They must not be liking what they saw with Silva. Are you talking about uh, Metsu?
1: No, I'm not talking about Metsu, but, like, that's a, that's also a, a fair point. Because now they have Holmes, Metsu... Whiteside,
0: Silva and
1: Jones. Like all bigs. Like what is the point of that?
0: Yeah, Holmes actually had an injury season to be out for a couple games at least. Um which this last game they played Whiteside and Jones. Jones started the game but Whiteside started the second half. Mm-hmm. Which actually Whiteside had a pretty decent game against the Suns.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, he went for, um, he had 10 rebounds, 2 assists, and 11 points in 24 minutes. And he was just like interrupting shots all game. Just a big body. That's what he does. But yeah, besides that, um, I don't know what the Kings are doing in general, honestly. Yeah, man. On Like
1: for real, uh, me too.
0: McNary, he's got to do something to show that he's actually a good GM because I can't think of a single move that he's done that's been good, to be honest. Like, the draft was cool, but, I mean,
1: I feel like no matter who the GM was, when Halliburton fell to them, like, they had to take him. So I don't really know how much credit he deserves for that. I like the Woodard pickup, but now the Dudes not playing, so it also doesn't make sense. Javious Ramsey, I was actually pretty excited about as well, but also has not played at all. And also, like granted, he didn't, he hasn't played that well in the G, G League or whatever. Like the minutes that he did log, he didn't look that great. But um, like, why have him? And then these moves that he made at the deadline, I was like, okay, like I'm willing, to, I'm willing to give this a shot. But now, like I said. Now that the bench has still been so, like, epically terrible, I'm really not feeling those moves. I would have much rather had those draft picks.
0: Yeah, the thinking at the time was that they're, they were only, like, a game and a half back of the playoff, the 10th seed. Yeah. So they're trying to go for it, but... That shit
1: blew up in his face big time.
0: Yeah, they did have some injuries and stuff that happened, but now they have healthy players now, and... They just can't win games. Just crazy. If the issue I've been having with them is that they haven't shown like any heart lately. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it to me. Yeah, I remember I was in this uh, group message. I had said that when it was a Pelicans game, I had said I thought the Pelicans were the ones that are missing heart.
1: <laughs> Bro, you are
0: hella corny.
1: Missing Hart, huh?
0: Yeah, but <laughs> they just <laughs> haven't been showing up, like they haven't been aggressive. I think about Josh games. Hart. Yeah, Josh Hart was out. Um I'm <laughs> saying the Kings haven't been aggressive or anything like that lately besides uh this Suns game, this last Suns game, they actually showed some type of fire, but mm. they just didn't have enough. I saw Buddy actually going at his teammates a couple times. Oh, really? Yeah, in the fourth quarter. He had like, a pretty good game. Like,
1: like Bickering at him?
0: Yeah, like when it was close in the fourth, he was like like yelling, like pretty much trying to pump him up, like, come on, like, what, what are you guys doing, you know?
1: i be like, Buddy, shut your ass up. You're terrible.
0: That's pretty much saying, like, we need to go – like I' saying let's get to shit pretty much, but yeah he he had a good game. he had twenty four points in that game, four rebounds to assist, Fox had twenty seven The thing I've seen with Halliburton is um <clears throat> I feel like he he takes good shots, but that's the only shots that he takes, like if he's not wide open. He won't take them. He's like, I feel like he's too uh, too passive or like too worried about taking a bad shot. Interesting. His his percentages are really good, but he's not aggressive enough. Especially when um Fox or Buddy are on on the bench, this is when he needs to be aggressive. Mm. But he just doesn't do it. He's a good I mean, defender, obviously. Well. on On the offensive side, he's kind of skittish.
1: He is like a true point guard. He's looking to set people up and run the offense. Like he really shouldn't have to, unless he's in the starting lineup. Like, and actually, even then, because he's still more the facilitator than Fox. Like Fox has been the, the leading scorer for sure. Like. You don't. You can't ask your point guard to be your best defender, like your top assist getter, and then also expect them to take like every shot.
0: Yeah, but he's what he's been doing is watching uh, Fox. Like he's pretty much letting Fox go at it, and kind of just sitting back and just trying to be like uh, almost like fit in, but just try not to make mistakes. You know. Instead of being aggressive.
1: Well, yeah, look how Fox is playing. You can't blame him, dude. He's hit. He's like carrying the team and going ape shit on offense. So, yeah, yeah give
0: give that dude the ball. True, but he's also been looking like exhausted in the fourth quarters lately. Like he needs well, then, somebody to somebody to be helping him with the scoring. You know,
1: that should. I mean, really, that should be Buddy.
0: Yeah, I mean he mm-hmm. was out. Buddy was out for his couple games, but Or yeah. Harrison. Yeah, Harrison hasn't been good lately. Harrison, I feel like ever since the uh trade deadline just hasn't been the same. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. you are like, damn, I, I thought you
1: I thought you fuckers were finally gonna let me free.
0: He's like, I was like, I was auditioning for these other teams. You guys, you guys don't trade me.
1: That's crazy. I mean, I definitely – I'm not mad that – like, I wanted them to keep him. So, like, I'm not going to go back on that now. But, yeah, he's he hasn't been playing as good, which is, like, concerning and kind of annoying. <clears throat> and I feel like his trade value was mostly, like, for that second half of the season, like, that, that final push. Like this upcoming off off offseason, I don't feel like he's going to have nearly the trade value, probably.
0: Yeah, he might though. Is that next? We had said next year's is final year or two years from now? Uh, I think two years. I think it was two years. So he might have a little bit of trade value just because of contract, but. If he plays the way he has been lately, his value is definitely going to go down from what it was. I know Celtics, I mean, Celtics had wanted him, but they actually went out today and signed Jabari.
1: That's what they really wanted. They were just bluffing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> think they just want to sense up at forward, somebody with size, like a score.
1: That's and, definitely Jabari.
0: And like the way ex-Kings players that have left the Kings and gone to other teams have been playing like, like that game with Corey where he had his revenge game. <laughs> he came back and had a revenge game pretty much dominated the Kings. I wouldn't if Jabari went out and started going off for the Celtics.
1: I wouldn't be surprised at all either. Especially because he has like so little pressure on him. And he's going to a great system. But that Corey Joseph thing, like everyone was roast like everyone was playing, like hyping it up, like, oh, you know, he's about to have a career night. He's about to demolish the Kings, blah, 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 because they traded him. And then sure enough, this dude really went off. Leading score. And I'm like, bruh.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now he had 24. twenty-four points, seven assists, three rebounds, and thirty-two minutes.
1: That's crazy. It could be because he's so garbage.
0: And the Pistons won one thirteen and 101.
1: on one. That's depressing right there. That's
0: what that's what the Kings winning the third and fourth quarters.
1: <laughs> For real, damn.
0: So Detroit lost the third going quarter. Into the well, Detroit won the first quarter 27-23, then they won the second quarter 35-21. Oh my gosh. And then Kings won 27-30 to and 24-27. to
1: mm-hmm.
0: So there were... They lost by 12. They made up 6 points so they were down... Uh, 18 points. Uh.
1: So seeing how the team is doing right now and, like, after these these moves that have been made and everything, like, do you think that – like, I'm just trying to figure out how much of it is just straight-up bad coaching, which I suspect is most of it, if not all of it. But the thing that, like, I don't understand is – with, with the bad coaching and, like, the questionable rotations and, like, just all the weird red flag shit, the lack of play calls for Buddy and, like, the unwillingness to, like, switch up lineups and stuff when shit's not working, like, when is the GM going to, like, step in? if Even if it's not just firing Luke, like, why hasn't there been, like, a change? Like, okay, you need to give so-and-so minutes or like, you need to change the game plan or something, I'd I really want to see. I wish that, like, yeah, this sounds fucked up. I, sh- I probably shouldn't say this, but, like, you know how players go down, whatever, they miss a game or two, and, like, you see how the team does, really, like, what the team's made of without those certain players. Yeah. Like, I want to I see what the Kings would look like, like, for a game or two without Luke coaching. Like, one of the assistants coaching or something.
0: Like, if Luke had, like, a family emergency or something.
1: <laughs> or he got, like, I don't know, he got a cold or whatever. Like, hurt, hurt his ankle. <laughs>
0: turn his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, like, I'm a yeah, Luke has been a bad coach. But for me, like, the Kings have been going through a carousel of coaches, so. I know. And that's
1: the one thing that bugs me too. Like, that's the one thing that makes me, that keeps me from like instantly writing him off and be like, fire him today.
0: And like, even with uh, Jaeger, like, he, he did have the Kings playing better, but they were still like well below 500. They weren't, it's not like they were like a top team or anything like that.
1: I didn't understand that one right there. Like, Because they, I feel like when he was there, they didn't have as much talent as they have now. And, like, there was no play-in. And the the West was probably, I won't say more. It probably was, yeah. The West was probably more stacked even than it is now. So, like, it was at least excusable, And he hadn't been there long at all. And their record was, like, marginally better than it had been. In those years prior. So I was like, okay. Like, I was excited to see what he could do the next season. And then when he got fired, I was like, the fuck? Like, that seemed kind of, like, premature. I would have much rather... At least, they. I feel like they really should have gave him at least one more year. But they were all enamored with Luke. And they signed that dude so quick. I knew that was a mistake from the get. But... I mean, it's a bad look for your franchise, and it's, like, also bad for chemistry when you're, like you said, like you're carouseling, and you're just hiring fire coaches
0: like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jaeger did have that um, incident with, I think his name was Williams, the other guy that was in the front office. Yeah, stupid jackass. Yeah, yeah, because he was pretty much in practice trying to tell Jaeger, like, how to run the team and stuff like that not letting Jaeger do his job, but there's other stuff that came out how Jaeger was, like, just, like, kind of an asshole to people. (laughs) And, um, like, who? Just, like, people in the, um, organization. Like, uh, just, like, other coaches and just people that are, like, on other staffs. And some players, too. But um hmm. that, that's all like rumors that came out it's not anything that's been confirmed. <clears> yeah, I hadn't heard anything like that. So yeah, they were they were saying that's why he got fired or let go or whatever, and they they were also saying that that happened in uh Memphis. It's also why they, they had let him go, but they were looking for like a a player's type of coach is, which is what Luke is known for. But I don't think that's what they need.
1: Nah. they're too young and inexperienced. Like, no, nah, I, I actually I just don't like Luke in general. Like, like I've no, I've said this before, but when he was coaching the Lakers, he got way too much credit for what he did with Golden State, and then he was terrible with the Lakers. Like, everything about his tenure was irritating. I was happy when they fired him and then as like the very next day he got hired and I was like who the fuck and of course the Kings dude. Yeah. And then he had the sexual assault or sexual harassment allegations that I, I guess ended up falling through but still it's just like of course of course that would happen right when they right when he goes to the Kings.
0: Yeah, that's something happened in LA, but uh, she had brought it up when he was with the Kings, and nothing. It didn't turn into anything, but doesn't mean he didn't do it. Um, but yeah, as a coach, uh, he hasn't done like anything to show, like during his coaching career as a head coach, he hasn't done anything to show. Like promise, really? Right. He just kind of, kind of been there. I mean, he had his first year with the Lakers. He did kind of the um, baby Lakers did go on a, on a run, kind of similar to how Jaeger had the Kings going on a run before he got fired. But besides that, he hasn't really shown anything. But at the same time, he there was injuries with the Lakers. Like, I don't know if you remember, LeBron was out and then Ingram had the blood clot, And uh, Lonzo was injured too for like two, three months. So to be fair to him, like, he he didn't really get, uh, like, real shots to coach that team. But when it comes to the Kings, I think it just – it's not just about coaching. I think it's also the roster. Like, just the roster in general is not – they don't really have, like, Top in talent, he says. Fox Halliburton could get there, but right now he's not there yet. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: So uh, you could bring in a new coach, but like the bottom line is that you are going to have to get better talent here. Like or the other. Uh, it, it,
1: I think it's both because his system is doesn't fit the team. His system is garbage. But yeah, they definitely also need more talent.
0: Yeah, like they're gonna have to draft it or try to get something for the players they have. Even though what we saw during the trade deadline is that most of these players don't have a lot of trade value. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be hard for McNair, and he hasn't really shown it anything yet. Like no. The real trades that he did were really eye-popping. Right.
1: And it looks like... I don't know. It looks... I mean, I think they really could have used those seconds, like I said. But we'll see. We'll see how they draft. We'll see if, if McNair can, like, duplicate the good draft. Especially first rounder that he had last year, but this this draft is so deep. Like,
0: yeah, hopefully another Halliburton falls to them.
1: That'd be awesome. I mean, what do you think? What do you think now that the season's winding down and the Kings have like dropped the ball so tough, and they're just so garbage right now? Like, do you think it's time to tank? Honestly.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I I say just. The starters because I mean, they're good, they're doing a good job of tanking anyway. It's like you don't really have to play the young guys,
1: yeah. But why
0: wouldn't you? Like, <laughs>
1: you need it, you're gonna have to develop them eventually. Otherwise, why have them? Like, why even use draft picks?
0: Yeah, there's still only a, a couple games out of the 10th spot, so I'd probably say maybe in like two or three weeks down the road from now is when you'll start seeing that.
1: But the crazy thing is, dude, like it's a big difference between like where we're at the season now, it's going to be a big difference in their, where they pick, like what what number they pick depending on that, like if whether or not they try to go for the play-in.
0: Yeah, but I just don't see the Kings doing that, especially with the announcement that they're going to start laying fans back in. I just don't see them like actively tanking.
1: So, how far, how far are they? At
0: least,
1: how far are the 10th? Are they
0: from the 10th season?
1: Yeah, Um,
0: see, we are. Oh, five games back now. Uh, Warriors have been winning. Where's the 28 28 Spurs are falling 26 28. They're five games back, so it's it's right around. It's right about that time where they should start thinking. Mm-hmm. I think they'll naturally start to just play the young players. Like I'd say, give you like two weeks, and they'll naturally start sitting the the vets out, letting them rest for next year, and just playing the younger players. So I would say, like for the people, the thing is they've been losing, but. They've been kind of, um, kind of giving the whole fan base what they want, like playing the starters, trying to win games, but also losing and getting better position for the draft. Mm-hmm. So there's really like no part of the fan base that could be mad at them about that, those spot those positions. But <laughs> obviously, if you want them to win, you want you don't want to see the type of effort they're putting out.
1: Yeah. I just feel bad for Fox at this
0: point. Yeah, it's getting to the point where you're starting to wonder like, if, if he's actually going to stick around and right. want to try to win, win or get into the playoffs with this team.
1: I mean, I'm happy the dude just signed the extension, but He's got to be getting irritated.
0: Yeah, I mean, but he knew what he signed up for when he got drafted. He even talked about it, and he said, "Yeah, that at that he point, he challenge on."
1: He probably didn't think it'd be this like. like There's a big difference between saying that and then like, whatever, three four years later, being like, "Damn, I'm yeah. literally carrying this team, and we're still not doing it." So, like, that just got to get old.
0: Yeah, I mean they—they they have what three, three more years, four more years to try to impress him, like show him that they're actually trying to move in the right direction.
1: Yeah. So, and they're gonna need a—they're gonna need his running mate, like they're gonna need someone that fits the way that he plays this year in the draft. So, either, like, another shooter or a good big, like a good athletic defensive big.
0: Yeah, speaking of the bigs, what I do want to see for sure for the rest of the season, I just wanted to sign uh, Damian Jones to, like, through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And just see what he has because – minutes he's been playing have been really good is that right yes i want to see what he could do because he's he's able to run the floor like he's when he's on switches he's actually able to he has enough foot speed to like keep up with them, and just like he's just a good presence inside the paint
1: who who did oh the damien john yeah yeah
0: and um like kind of what you were talking about earlier about somebody going down. It's it's a bad thing that Holmes went down, but at the same time, it's kind of a good thing because you get to see what you could do. And Matthew, actually, I don't know if you saw that block yet against mm-hmm. uh, this last game. It's pretty nice. Um, the, the other team I've shot it up, I think it might have been uh, Bridges. That shot it and he just jumped up and grabbed it, snatched it and in midair. Dang it, for real? Yeah, it was on Sports Center. I think it was like fourth on Sports Center. It's pretty nice.
1: That was Matt, too? Yeah. He's like, I'll take that.
0: But yeah, um, the Kings are 0 9 and their upcoming <laughs> schedule does not look good. They're gonna be playing. Uh, they're gonna be playing Dallas next, which they have uh, Porzingis back, and they're trying They'll to they They're trying to get better position because uh, Cuban and Luca came out and said that they don't like the setup of the playing game, mm-hmm. even though Mark Cuban had voted for it. When when all the owners voted for it, I think now that he probably thought they were going to be in a better position, you know? Like a top seed after what they did last year. Mm-hmm. But now that he's, they're in seventh spot, he's probably like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, I don't like this. Oh, it, it takes is like one good game from the ninth or tenth seed and they're out, you know? Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, we had to cut it off there. Um, We had some issues with the recording. But once again, thank you guys for listening. You can reach out to us at Kings Outsiders on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Yahoo Mail. Uh, Message us, let us know how we're doing. If you have any topics for us to hit on, let us know there. Uh, Any questions, you can send them to those spots. And also we wanted to announce that we're going to try to do two podcasts a week, at least one of them centralized on the Kings and the other on the NBA in general, just so we get a different view on the podcast instead of uh, always talking about the Kings and the struggles that they've been going through as of late, but We'll make sure to touch on the Kings on the second podcast of the week, also. Just a quick recap and dense overview of the whole NBA.